Welcome to the podcast. I'm Chris Baker from Food Apocalypse Now, uh, here to hang and bang with you for the next who knows how long this is going to last. I have no uh, plans on how long these things are going to be. It's just whatever flows out of my mouth, what a stream of consciousness uh, diatribe that I've got uh, ready to roll. It's just going to pour out like children to the playground, as Blue October would say. And uh, I want to thank you for taking the time to to listen to the podcast and uh, see what this is all about. Of course, we've got the uh, podcast uh, now. We're starting this. Don't know if this is going to be just the Food Apocalypse Now podcast or in the future we may kind of, uh, you know, dive off into different directions and maybe do a different podcast for different subjects. Who knows? But for right now, we've got the Food Pop. Apocalypse Now podcast, and I want to thank you for joining me. And uh, I guess that's what this first episode is going to be about, kind of what Food Apocalypse Now is all about, uh, kind of my background in food and and podcasting and and doing the website uh, and, and that sort of thing. But really, before we start, uh, I got to talk about this. You know, I would like to, you know, check out recipes online. Stuff will come up on Facebook, various uh you know, sites that I follow on Facebook. And I saw one the other night uh, from Tasty. Uh, They put out a recipe. It's a one-pot cilantro lime chicken and rice recipe that I had to try. And, you know, for the the most part, I I don't get to cook as often as I'd like to. You know, we've been, this past couple years, of course, with COVID, and my wife and I, we we got married uh, late last year, we did a remodel and an addition on on our place, and that's just uh, taken up all of our time. And I haven't really had a chance to cook because I've been focusing on work and trying to get this uh, this website going and all the other variations of things that we're doing with foodpocalypsenow.com. So I don't get to cook as much as I used to and as much as I'd like to. But I saw this. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to cook for my wife. And I... I'm always dazzled by what she finds online. She's always going to Pinterest, finding these just out of sight recipes and cooking them to perfection and, you know, life changing stuff. And I want to do that for her. So I'm like, I see this recipe. I like what I see and uh, I know what I want to do to kind of make it my own. But uh, it's a really great recipe. If you get a chance, check it out uh, at Tasty's website. It's a one pot cilantro lime chicken and rice and you know it's got of course all the all the regular stuff onions uh it calls for chopped poblano peppers uh, garlic uh chicken broth uh canned black beans diced tomatoes uh rice and of course uh, you know all the salt and pepper cilantro that sort of stuff uh limes as well but you know what i i like to go overboard when i can so make things you know amp things up as far as flavor goes so you know when i when i cook this you cook off the chicken first and I decided to throw in not just salt and pepper, but I decided to throw in some uh, some ground coriander. I thought that would go well with the cilantro, uh, of course. And then when I put everything else, everything else goes in the pot after that. You take the chicken out, everything else goes in the pot, everybody in for a swim. And uh, I decided to put in uh, a teaspoon of chili powder, uh, smoked paprika, and a teaspoon of cumin. Uh, because it kind of had a flair to this, a Spanish flair to this, so I thought those uh, those would complement uh, what was going on with the cilantro and the lime and all of that. And I used it. It calls for jasmine rice in the recipe. I didn't have any. I had bas- basmati, so used that. I didn't have poblano peppers, but I did have a, some diced uh, green chilies, so I used that. And uh, 
wow, did it turn out good. I think it would have been fine uh, just the way the recipe is. I just All the flavors just really go together and would have been a great recipe, but I can't help but tinker. And that's that's one of the beauties about cooking is being able to take something that you know maybe somebody else came up with and, and tweak it and add different things and make it your own and you know kind of curtail what you're making to your personal taste i love uh the taste of uh, cumin and and chili powder and paprika and that sort of thing so it really lent itself to this dish and i was able to add that and kind of take uh take something that was already going to be good and just make it something that uh that really appealed even more to my taste and uh i, I don't know my my wife liked it uh, her, her mother liked it. My mother-in-law, she seemed to like it. So I, I think it was a win, but check that out. You can go to our Facebook page. I got a link to the recipe. I believe also a link to the recipe on our Instagram page, but, uh, just, uh, one of the things that I want to do with this podcast is be able to take, you know, maybe not, we're going to not going to go over recipes every week. And I didn't go over that in great detail, but we're going to talk about some of the food I'm cooking, some of the food I'm eating. And we're also going to talk about other things because, uh, you know, I guess I, I like to consider myself a foodie. I don't know. I, I really kind of hate that trip. It sounds a little, it sounds a little pretentious foodies. If you're, you're listening and you can't deny, uh, calling yourself a foodie, uh, Sounds a little pretentious, but we love food and we love different types of food. We love trying new things. So if, if foodie is the term that is uh, best used to describe that, then then I guess I'm a foodie. Uh, but I haven't always been a foodie. Uh, you know, when I was growing up, I did not like to eat anything. I was probably one of the pickiest kids. Uh, and parents, if you, if you have picky kids... Uh, as far as food goes, uh, it, it can get better. I'm not saying it will get better because I know some adults are just as picky uh, now as they were when they were kids. But but I was one that was transformed. You know, when I was a kid growing up, you could count the things I would eat on one hand. I would eat uh, Chef Boyardee ravioli. I would eat pancakes. I would eat, uh, oddly enough, my mom made a, a chicken and gravy over biscuits dinner that I always liked. And and maybe we'll talk about it in another podcast, but my mom had a, a thing with gravy that uh, I just didn't care for as a kid uh, when it came, especially like hamburger gravy. Again, uh, a topic for another podcast, but I like her chicken and biscuits, uh, chicken and gravy and biscuits. And that was pretty much it. I mean, I'd eat some other stuff. If she made spaghetti, I would eat uh, the noodles with butter over them. That kind of picky. Uh, if we had pizza, I would scrape everything off and pretty much just eat the crust. But I, I didn't always like uh, food uh, growing up. I mean, I liked it, but uh, I was always afraid to try new things. And I don't know what happened. Probably around my teenage years, I started eating pizza, started eating spaghetti, uh, that sort of thing. And then as an adult, something something just like a switch was flipped. And uh, all of a sudden, I decided, you know what, I'm going to start trying these different things. And that just advanced and progressed over the years until now I will try and have tried just about everything, every type of food. Uh, you know, I went from a guy who would, wouldn't even contemplate the thought of eating a mushroom now uh, mushrooms aren't my favorite thing 
But I like to I like to eat mushrooms from time to time. If something's got mushrooms in it or something has mushrooms on it, I'm not afraid to to give it a shot and and enjoy it. And uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where you realize mushrooms uh, pretty much just like a sponge. It's gonna soak up whatever flavor it's cooked in. So if it's cooked in something well, you're gonna get that flavor in the mushroom. And uh, something I learned and something I've grown to to appreciate is is food, and that really. You know, it, it's been like that for a while. I started cooking. I like to cook for myself. I, you know, was single for a very long time until my wife and I met. And uh, so, you know, I, I did a lot of cooking for myself and did a lot of experimenting, trying different recipes. And that really kind of grew my love for food until now I'm at a point where, you know, I like to go to different restaurants. I like to try different things. And when you go to a restaurant and you find something like a dish there, I think probably one of the the things that made me start wanting to write uh, a food blog in so much as, you know, I'm not, Foodpocalypse Now's food blog isn't like some of the other food blogs out there where, you know, you go over a recipe and, and, and that sort of thing. I like to go to different restaurants and talk about my experience. So if you don't want to call that a food blog, you want to call it a restaurant review blog or a travel blog or whatever, I don't care. You call it what you want, but it is what it is. And one of the places that I first went to that really got me wanting to to tell everybody about my food experience was uh, a burger place called Burgers down in uh, Harmony, the Harmony uh, Zelianople area, uh, just north of Pittsburgh. Uh, they do have one in Pittsburgh, and I loved it. It was life changing. My wife had been there one time prior, and after we started dating, she took me there for my birthday. And I had a burger called the Mexican War. And all the burgers are named after areas of the uh, of Pittsburgh, uh, Fox Chapel, that sort of thing, Shady Side. Uh, and Mexican War is an area down in Pittsburgh, and they named the burger after that. And it is just phenomenal. It's got uh, green chilies. It's got uh, heat. It's got it's so full of flavor. All of their burgers so full of flavor. And one of the things about burgers that I love the most is everything is locally sourced. Uh, the meats, all the ingredients, and that sort of thing. And that's that's something I can get behind. Uh, a local business doing things right, creating good food that uh, is, you know, helping support the local economy. And more importantly, like I said, good food. I mean, this uh, their burgers are outstanding. You can taste the freshness in them. So that was one of the things I loved about it. And it's like, I, I can't wait to tell other people about this place and this burger that I had. And I said, I wish I had a platform. I can sit there and, and tell my, uh, my friends and family, but you know, they, they listen to me about as well as anybody else. Hopefully you listen better than my, my friends and family too. But, but at any rate, I, I wanted to get the word out there and I was like, how can I do that? Well, it's, I, I can't remember when this started, maybe, uh, 2018, I think is when we started Foodpocalypse now uh, as a blog. And, and I'm like, I was probably a little late in the game. I mean, blogging had been around forever by then, but I'm like, well, let's do that. Let's start a blog. And that way, you know, maybe if I, I can tell one other person about this place and they go there and they have the same 
life-changing experience I had with a burger at Burgers, then then maybe it, it was all worth it. All the time and effort I put into to writing about them and and describing my experience there, that would be worth it. And uh, you know, it, I I can't say that the the food blog exploded from there. You know, still still fighting and scratching to get uh, people get the word out there and get people reading about the places that I go to and reading about the food that I'm eating. But you know what? This is a labor of love. And I don't do it for any sort of paycheck. Uh, you know, I, I don't do it for any, you know, glitz and glam and fame and ticker tape parades and people praising my name and how, uh, how well I write or anything like that. Uh, it's a labor of love. I do it because I love the food. I do it because I have an opportunity to tell people about places that maybe they hadn't heard of before. And like I said, if I can get one person to go to wherever I'm writing about, and try something that maybe they've never tried before, and or, or at the very least, try something maybe they're familiar with, but this place does it uh, so much better than any other place, and and they decide that I love this place, I want to eat here again, then, then maybe I've done my job in, in getting the word out there, and uh, hopefully, hopefully I do that. I, I don't know. Uh, I'd like to think, I'm not, you know, I'm not a Pulitzer Prize winning writer or anything like that. Uh, my background is in radio. So, uh, but I hope I write well enough and I describe things well enough that at the very least, uh, you know, you're thinking to yourself, hey, you know what? He, he may be onto something. I think I might like to go and try uh, whatever he has had at wherever he's had it. And, you know, I, I, it's it's a lot of places uh, around where I live, my, my I guess, hometown you live in a small town, and you really can't say one town is your hometown because I live in Connie Lake, Pennsylvania. But Meadville, Sagertown, Cambridge Springs, Edinburgh, uh, Franklin, Oil City, Newcastle—it's all—it's all within you know an hour's driving distance. Uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, is you know forty-five minutes away, probably more like thirty minutes if I'm driving the way I usually drive. But at any rate, a lot of food around here, and a lot of places, and everything's close by. So uh, I guess uh, northwestern Pennsylvania could be uh, considered my hometown because uh, my home region. And there's a lot of great food around here. the The food scene is. Not uh, growing by leaps and bounds, but it is growing and it is getting more interesting, more diverse. And then, of course, you got places like Pittsburgh, hour and a half away. Uh, Cleveland's a couple hours away. Buffalo's a couple hours away. I go down to Charlotte all the time, so I'm driving through the Virginias. And anywhere I go, I'm trying to find something new. And with this blog, uh, I tell you about it. I'm not jet-setting all over the country. I don't have that kind of money. I wish I did. Maybe one day. But uh, wherever I go, I'm looking for something to write about looking for something to eat and looking to tell anybody who will read that, uh, Hey, this is there. Got to go check it out if you haven't already. And you got to try this dish or, or what have you. So, uh, like I said, that's what I'm trying to do with the, uh, foodpocalypse now blog, the foodpocalypse now website. And of course now we're kind of delving into some other media. Uh, we've got the YouTube channel where I'm doing some videos. Uh, got this podcast now. Uh, I guess I'm now officially a podcaster. So, uh, so we're trying to to get the word out about different types of food. That's that's the thing about Foodpocalypse now is I, I came up with the name. Uh, I wanted to do something, just kind of a play on words. And of course, I, I grew—I was born in the mid '70s, grew up in the '80s. Of course, you can't have uh, lived through that time and not heard of the uh, heard of the show uh, or the movie uh, Apocalypse Now. And uh, the the term "foodpocalypse" came to mind. 
nothing I coined. Uh, I probably heard it somewhere along the way at some point, and you know, you don't have to be a, a rocket scientist to uh, to put those two words together and 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 come up with. Uh, I've probably heard a snowpocalypse uh, enough here in northwestern Pennsylvania that uh, it just seemed natural to to call something food apocalypse. Everything is apocalypse now. But at any rate, uh, and then I thought of the movie, uh, Food Apocalypse Now. And uh, so that's that's kind of how that came about. And then you look into the word apocalypse, which means a revelation. And, uh, you know, the book of revelations is sometimes called the uh, apocalypse. And, and I thought, you know, uh, that's kind of what I want to do. I just want to reveal to people all these things about food. And that's kind of where our tagline came from, a revelation of all things food. Uh, that's that's kind of where that uh, started, and that's kind of what I'm trying to do is is just you know uh, open people's eyes, uh, reveal to to people things that they may not have thought to try, uh, they didn't know was there to try. Uh, maybe maybe they were like me when I was a kid and were afraid to try something, but you know you, you try to make things accessible and, and describe things in a way that uh, will make people not so. Uh, scared of whatever it is that's keeping them from trying something new, I guess, in, in some form or fashion, that is what I'm trying to do as well. And of course, that is that's kind of how the the website came about. Started out as a just a, a blog. Uh, decided to do a website. If I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it right and do a website. And then we've kind of you know. Uh, like I said, not a, not a ton of views on the website, uh, but you know, I'm not putting any money into advertising this, uh, just kind of a word of mouth, mouth thing. And, uh, hopefully things will grow. I am always looking to, I'm not doing this just for my health. I want to get the word out there to people who are, uh, willing to read it, listen to it, watch it, whatever I'm doing. So that's, that's kind of where we're at trying to just, uh, build a, build a base of people that just want to see what's going on here. And hopefully, uh, with this podcast, we can do that as well for in, on an audio platform. And that's kind of where my, my background is, is in the audio formats. I have, I've got a, a career in radio. I've been in radio for pushing 30 years. It was, uh, 1993 when I first started in radio, I think probably technically the first time I was on the air was in uh, 1992, but 1993 was when I really started. So we're, we're pushing, we're coming up on 30 years, but, uh, been in radio for, for all this time, been on the air, done every type of show possible. I've been on the overnights. I've been on afternoon drive. I've been on morning drive. I've done the middays, uh, weekend shifts. I worked uh, holidays. Uh, I've done it all. I've been in ever, everywhere. And uh, of course, uh, I love radio. Radio is in my blood. I love to to perform. I, you know, that's if anything. Uh, I hope you're just entertained by me. If even if you know you don't care about what I'm talking about, maybe you don't care about what I'm right about. If I can entertain you for for just a, a few minutes, uh, then I've also done my job as well, because at the heart, that's all, what I've always been as an entertainer. As a kid growing up, I was always, you know, putting on a show for my family. Uh, I remember my dad giving me a tape recorder and, and singing songs and doing little things into that and just uh, putting on a show. And I go play it for my family and, and try to get them to laugh. But at any rate, uh, I, I never outgrew that. And that really translated into a radio career. Now, I'm not on the air right now, you know, of the, the past couple of years. Uh, some jobs have uh, 
sub changed at the radio station I work at. So I'm now I'm more of a behind the scenes guy, uh, writing commercials, producing commercials, uh, and that sort of thing. And that that also kind of lent itself to to me writing. I grew as a writer writing commercials, and uh, that's probably one of the things that gave me the uh, the chutzpah to to go and start a blog is that you know I had some some writing credibility under my belt and that really helped in that regard is putting uh, putting that skill set that I learned writing commercials and describing things in a way that hopefully would get people to to go somewhere or buy something and uh, you know translate that into a blog and that's that's really all. A blog is, especially when you're talking about food and you're talking about restaurants. You want people to go to the restaurant. You want people to go and try the food. And, you know, that's advertising in its purest form, I suppose. But, uh, you know, that's that's my background, radio and writing advertising. And I, I hopefully it translates well into to this, into writing blogs, into doing a podcast, into uh, doing the video series, although I don't. Oh, I... I hate looking at myself on those YouTube videos. I've got a bit of a weight problem, if you you may not have noticed. Uh, I'm working on it. I'm trying to work on it. So that that may be some of the things we talk about on the blog. That's what I want this blog to be about. Yeah, we're going to talk about food. We're going to talk about restaurants. Hopefully, we'll get some restaurateurs on to, to kind of pick their brain and see what they're like. But I want this podcast to be not only about food, not only about restaurants, not only about foodies, but the things foodies like. I consider myself a foodie, so to speak, and I I like other things. I don't just sit around and think about food all day. I, I know you look at my waistline and you're thinking, that's BS right there. But no, no, I, I do have other interests. I, I love music. I love movies. I love books. Uh, I love hockey. I'm a huge sports fan. Of course, uh, Black and gold, Pittsburgh sports all the way, Penguins, Steelers, Pirates, even though the Pirates have been embarrassing lately. Uh, I I like food, uh, but I also like a lot of other things. And we're going to talk about those other things. And hopefully, you know, hopefully that doesn't turn people away. Hopefully you like to hear me uh, get on here and gripe about, you know, the, how the Pittsburgh Penguins are doing or, or the latest book I've read or the TV show that I'm watching just wrapped up WandaVision last week. What an amazing show. And we're going to talk about stuff like that because I think foodies are interested in more than just food. I don't sit around and just look at pictures of food all day on my computer. Uh, not all day. I, I do it some, but not all day. No, I, you know, we all have other interests and hopefully uh, I can let some of those interests shine through on this as well as talking about food, as well as talking about the latest recipe I've tried and that sort of thing. But uh, hopefully it's something that interests you. And like I said before, at the very least, hopefully I entertain you in whatever I'm talking about and hopefully that I engage you in some way and make you think about things differently. Uh, that's the beauty of of. This medium is that, you know what, you, you can do something different every day. Like I said, we may may decide to take this and do the Food Apocalypse Now podcast and do it just straight just talking about food, whatever, and then maybe do some different podcasts where I talk about sports, where I talk about books, or who knows? Uh, the possibilities are endless, and uh, I'm just excited for the opportunity to do this, and I'm even more excited for the opportunity that uh, you might be able to listen to it and that you are listening to it right now, and we'll hopefully come back and listen to more. Uh, I know this was kind of a, hopefully not boring, Hopefully I didn't bore you to tears. Hopefully I didn't put you to sleep. 
Uh, at the very least, you can put this on at night and, you know, just just hit play on the podcast wherever you're listening to it. And I can lull you into a, a silent slumber of sleep and you'll wake up refreshed and ready for a brand new day. Probably not, because then I'm going to start getting really loud again. Uh, I have a tendency to get loud and fired up, but at any rate, I just wanted to do this uh, this initial podcast, kind of give you a, a sense of what Food Apocalypse Now's podcast is going to be about. It's going to be about food, but it's going to be about a lot of other things. Uh, whatever I happen to be uh, interested in at the time or whatever's going on in society, I promise I won't uh, bring politics into this because I don't think politics has anything to do with food. Uh, that And, you know, in a, in a world where everyone's divided, whether it's politics or, or what have you, uh, I think that's the great thing about food is that food is the one thing that, you know, it doesn't matter uh, who you voted for. It doesn't matter what your nationality is. It doesn't matter what color your skin is, what, uh, what sex you are. It doesn't matter what uh, religion you are. Everybody likes food. Everybody has some food uh, dish or what have you that uh, it just, it, it touches their heart. It warms their soul when they eat it. And, and that's what brings us together, I think. That's what can bring us together is our, our, not our differences, but the things that make us so much alike. And I think food is a part of that, that you and I, no matter what our backgrounds are, no matter what makes us different from one another, our love for a particular food, we can, we can come together and we can talk about that and we can discuss that. And, and that, that binds us and, and not even just food, you know, uh, art, entertainment, things like that. That's, that's the stuff that love a family. Those are the kind of things that bond us together, not divide us. And that's, that's what I want this to be about. And that's the beauty I like about food and, and cooking and, and sharing that with others is, is, you know, it, it, it maybe it could divide us. I know some people that are, they're militantly, if you like this type of food, I don't know why you even live. Uh, there are people like that, <laughs> but, but food shouldn't be about that. Food should be about sharing experiences, sharing a love of, uh, of things you'd like to, uh, to partake in and that should bring us together. And that's, that's kind of what, uh, the focus is, is to, you know, bring people together with this, talking about food, talking about sports, uh, unless you're a Flyers fan, I, I can't say with any certainty that we'll be brought together in anything maybe maybe our love for hockey okay we'll we'll call it that but it, just kidding uh but at any rate uh, that's what i want people to to understand that you know no matter how much we're different we're all like we all love food and we all love uh experiencing life and i guess maybe at the heart of it that's what this podcast is going to be about so thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Uh, please check out our website, foodpocalypsenow.com. You can also check out our YouTube channel. We've got the Snack Attack video series. Got more on the way. Uh, working on some other video uh, series ideas there. And uh, wherever you're listening to this podcast, stay tuned. Uh, there's going to be more on the way. We're hopefully going to do this uh, at least once a week. Maybe maybe a couple times a week, depending on uh, you know the topics I have to talk about. So uh, until then... Have yourself a great one, and uh, and until next time, keep eating.